Welcome to the Wild Abide Podcast. I'm your host, Olivia Allness. I am so excited to lead you on this journey of shaking off shame, stirring up hope, and running after our dreams together. Let's go. Before we get started in today's episode, I just want to talk to you for a moment about the Define Your Dreams online workshop. In this two-hour class, I will lead you through the process of dreaming with God. Using exercises, journal prompts, and a bit of teaching will eliminate the overwhelm and bring clarity and confidence to your next steps. This is the perfect way to start off 2020, so register today at thewildabide.com shop. That's thewildabide.com shop. Now back to my interview with Cassandra Spear of Her True Worth. Hey, welcome, Cassandra, to the Wild Abide. Thank you so much for having me, Olivia. It is so good to have you here. I would just love it if we would start out by you telling us a bit about yourself, talk a little bit about her true worth and how you got involved and got started in that. Well, as you stated, my name is Cassandra Spear, and I am partner with one of my dearest friends, Brittany Marr, and director of operations of a ministry called Her True Worth. Um, Her True Worth is established with the sole purpose of basically igniting hearts for Jesus and for women to come to the knowledge of who they are and whose they are in Christ, um, to find their identity and their validation through him alone. Brittany and I started um, working together with Her True Worth about, I'd say in May is when she reached out to me. Yeah. Tell us a little bit of how you and Brittany got connected. Yes. So Brittany had found me through Instagram. Crazy. I love it. What I can do through little squares. Um, At that point in time, Her True Worth was being run by Brittany alone. And they were at about 130,000 hearts and women in that community that were reading her posts. At the time, I was guest writing for a ministry called Daughter of Delight for someone who has become a good friend of mine now, Elle Cardell. And I honestly was in Waco, Texas at a writer's conference when Brittany had reached out to me. Um, She had asked me if I'd be interested in becoming a guest writer for her. And genuinely, I believed at that point in time that she had found me, my tiny little Instagram account where I was writing with my little blog. Um, And I thought she had found me through Daughter of Delight because Daughter of Delight had such a massive platform compared to my, my audience to whom I was writing to. And when Brittany and I had had a conversation about me guest writing for her, she honestly had no clue that I was even writing for Elle. And which oh, was insane funny. to me because Elle and Brittany had met in Oklahoma City, which is where I'm living. And so I just naturally assumed that she had found me out of all the millions of people who are on Instagram that she would have found me through someone bigger. But God basically gave her like pointed vision and she found me through the search bar, basically. That's amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I have guest written for a lot of different ministries and blogs and things like that and I have never had someone just randomly reach out to me asking me to write for them but it was such a god thing and I'm so glad she did um when Brittany asked me to come on as as a guest writer I had no idea um the vision and the purpose behind that connection that god had created 
Um, but I do want to encourage those of y'all who are in the beginning, don't ever despise those small beginnings because there are beauty and obedience in the dark. And there is so much purpose behind doing things in the quiet spaces. Um, I feel like God really delights in the things that we do in private. Um, so if you're in a place where you're just beginning or you don't even know where to begin, just find um, encouragement and confidence in knowing that God sees you. He sees what you're doing. He's anointed you and giving you gifts and abilities that he can use for your kingdom. And no person is disqualified from being used by God. Um, Cause I definitely would not have seen um, at that point in time, being a partner and director of operations for a ministry that has almost half a million readers in May. Yeah, it's really amazing the reach that Her True Worth has had. But one of the cool things, too, is that it doesn't feel focused on a popularity contest at the same time. 100%. You can just tell that the heart is there and that um, it's not about building any one person's name or career or platform, but it's actually about building the name of Jesus and connecting women to each other and to God. You feel that. That makes my heart so happy to hear because that's genuinely our goal is when we look at her true worth, when we look at social media, we see it as a mission field. Um, and when we look at it, we not only see it as a mission field as far as social media, but we also see it as a battlefield. And when you're going into war, you don't go alone. And we believe that it is our mission not only to direct women to Christ, but we want to also activate them and give them confidence or Godfidence, as Brittany likes to say, um, in their giftings and abilities and the call that God has placed on their life, whether they were raised in a gutter or a church pew, that God has a plan and purpose for them. We love championing women um, that are doing worthy work. We love championing worthy causes. We do Worthy Cause Wednesday. Um, we do sister shares with worthy women, whether it be in ministry or small business. Um, anybody who is working to amplify the cause of Christ, we are here for it. And we love sharing it. I love that. You guys have uh, shared some of the Wild Abide stuff too. And I always love it when your people come on over and um, hang out. And when I've gotten to know some of your people um, through just your guys' like openness to to share and to welcome people in. It's such a privilege. We feel like God has been so generous with us. And um, every single person who follows her true worth we're hoping we can lead them to following Christ. And we have had countless salvations um, through our DMs. We've had voice messaging with people um, who have either attempted suicide or have considered suicide. Um, it is just such a gift to be able to be generous with what God has given us because it doesn't belong to us. And I think that's a huge yeah. part of why we enjoy sharing it so much is because it's better to give than receive. And Man, he gives us so much. So we're happy to share it with other women. That is so good. So, you know, you are operating in in an area of ministry and writing life that can often be kind of isolating. Like, you know, you work from home, all of that. 
how has it been helpful having a partner in ministry and writing life? What is your favorite part of that? You know, Brittany and I work from different places in the country. She's in uh, Michigan and I'm in Oklahoma City. But, you know, we're far in distance, but we're near in heart. And honestly, I've been able to experience accountability and understanding in a way with working with Brittany that I haven't necessarily experienced before as far as working in ministry and writing. Um, I really, truly believe that iron sharpens iron. And I believe that our friendships should be those that are sharpening for us, especially when we're running on mission together. I think it's important that we're able to not just call out the things that are good, but to call out up the things that are um, weaknesses in each other in a way of love, like speaking tender words um, with sharp truth and being sure that we are helping each other to champion the work that we've been given in a way that stewards it well. Um, but also being gentle in a way that doesn't necessarily, I feel like relationships can be hard. Yeah. And friendships can be hard. Um, and mission work, um, ministry is not mm-hmm. excluded. And Christianity is absolutely not excluded from that. If we're being honest, Christianity is not excluded from the hardships of relationship and friendship. Um, the difference, though, that we have is the hope in Jesus and the grace that we're able to extend to each other. Um, it's been such a gift working with Brittany just because when I have something that I'm – it seems to ebb and flow because when I have something that I'm struggling with or if I'm in a place of – like as a writer, it can be difficult at times to – when you're not, when you have a writer's block, it can be mm-hmm. really hard. And she gives me, I won't even tell her like, hey, I'm kind of struggling with this devotional or, hey, like this right here is really not moving me. I don't know what's going on. And she will just randomly be like, I haven't this right here that I need you to write about. Like, this is something that God has given me and it inspires me. And then it ignites my heart to write about that topic. I feel like we kind of go in tandem in a lot of ways, the things that she's strong in um, are things that I may not be quite as strong in and vice versa. And I feel like we kind of cheer each other on even in our weaknesses. And I love that she's bold enough to like call out that weakness or that flesh in me and to call it up and in line with Christ. And that's so important. I feel like not just in ministry, but just in friendship and relationship in general is being willing to be brave enough and vulnerable enough to be honest about where we're at with each other. And that's something I feel like is such a gift in Brittany is that she does that so well. And it makes working with her and meeting with her such a blessing. I love that. I think we all need those people in our lives. And sometimes accountability can come off as such a dirty word because mm-hmm. people have sometimes used it to wound rather than to really like bless. And I heard a speaker last year talk about how accountability is holding people accountable, like to the greatness inside of them, like to God in them and saying, Hey, this is who you are. This is your identity. You should live like you are meant to live. Mm-hmm. It's actually about the what God is doing in that person and believing in their potential and their their worth. 
so that you're calling them higher to that rather than like behavior modification or correcting or nitpicking. Absolutely. It's really about a bigger picture. Yeah. And I think, like you said, accountability does seem to have a little bit of a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths because that comes like, I feel like sometimes it seems like authoritative or um, criticism, but I feel like when you have a relationship that's built upon Christ, you have the ability to have those tough conversations in a way that is refining and healing and it, it directs us towards the goodness of God and not so much the the flesh in us or the negative side of things. I feel like when we are able to look head on at the things that we're struggling with and we're able to call out truth to each other about that, we're able to move past it together. So Let's talk a little bit about like the growing pains that come with working with a team and collaborating. What have you learned about yourself through that process? And just let us into a little bit of the the behind the scenes of making that work. Well, first and foremost, I think a growing pain for me, which may not be relatable for everyone, but I'm in a season of little people, tiny human um, and motherhood. Yeah. And so as a wife and a mother, um, being a homemaker and a mother and a wife is uh, something that is my most coveted, uh, most important job role. And so being a mother and being on mission has been definitely a growing pain for me to be able to um, realize that I actually can't be everything to everyone all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Quite shocking for me. And, and actually, God doesn't call me to actually be the Holy Spirit for other people. And he doesn't actually call me to be everything to everyone. He's just called me to this moment and to be where my feet are at. And that's something that I've been feeling very um, intentional about is just knowing my limits and knowing that I serve an unlimited God and that um, the world is going to keep spinning even if I'm not there doing certain things. Um, just relying on his capacity beyond my efficiency has been something that I've had to really come to grips with. Um, yeah. Especially when it comes to working with a partner who lives across the country from me, we have the ability to meet each other um, once every other month or so for like a week. Her and her husband will come to OKC and it's such a blessing. Um, in the meantime, though, a lot of what we do is um, voice texting and conference calls and a lot of our business decisions are prayed over and discussed over the phone or via text. And that has been a growing situation as well. Managing a writing team in tandem with somebody who's across the country can be a little bit difficult as far as um, time zones and things like that. And so maybe uh, project management and time management has been something I've realized I'm not super good at. Yeah, it's a process, man. (laughs) yeah, it's a learned, it's a learned behavior to get, yeah. I love schedules and I love planning things out. And, um, for me, I enjoy knowing what's coming mm-hmm. and life has a way of flipping that upside down for me, especially in this <laughs> season of life. I've had to kind of be a little bit more of a joy flex and be more joyfully flexible and trusting that whatever God is meant for me is not going to escape my fingertips like that. If it, if it falls between the cracks, then I have to be able to admit God's sovereignty over that situation and stop trying to control it as much. So there, there's been some growing 
pains as far as um, scheduling things out with different time zones and things like that. But I think more than anything, I've just learned my own limitations and just trusting God to handle the weakness that I have and to kind of be strong in the places that I'm not. That's so good. So getting practical here, what tips or advice do you have when it comes to vision casting when other people are involved and coming to those like conclusions together? Prayer. Yes. More than anything, I would have to say prayer is the cornerstone, like just aligning ourselves with Christ and with God and knowing that he is the author and the perfecter of all things. Um, we don't make a move until he speaks. And that doesn't just go for me individually, but for our entire team. Every decision that we make at Her True Worth, Brittany and I pray about extensively. Um, we do fast and pray um, when we're considering bringing on new writers, whenever we get approached about different things, whether it be collaborations or books or events, things like that, we pray extensively. Um, when it comes to managing our writing team or content creation, things like that, every little bit gets prayed over. That is huge. And it is such like a foundational piece that sometimes we like overlook or want to like fast forward through that process. Mm -hmm. But really, Mm -hmm. when things are just like drenched and covered in prayer, it changes everything. And it definitely doesn't necessarily feel like um, praying makes it easier. But I do feel like When we are confident in who God is, then we become more confident in his leading. Yeah. When we know who is leading the way, when we're seeking his face first, we're more likely to be more easily moved by him. When we fast, we don't fast to move the hand of God. We fast so that we would be more easily moved by his hand. I love that. So when it comes to dreaming together, whether that's in ministry or in your marriage, but also having your own dreams at the same time. How do those interact for you? What does that look like? Even especially maybe in writing to, you know, be dreaming for her true worth, but also to have, you know, your own writing, your own projects on the side. How do you balance that? To be completely honest, um, most of my writing has kind of morphed into her true worth. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Um, I mean, I'm going to be totally honest. Um, I've really felt, even before I became the role that I'm in now of more involvement, um, I just felt very much aligned with the mission and heart of Her True Worth. And so for me, it's a little different because I'm less self-seeking as far as my own plans and projects, and I'm more broad stroke as far as the big picture totally so that's kind of where it for me um is it's less about what am I specifically doing as much as it is what are you doing through us and how can I be there for it like I jokingly say a lot like I'm just here for it <laughs> and I'm here for what I'm gonna do and it's yes. literally how I feel and I'm I feel like whatever God's doing through her true worth, like I just want to be a part of that. And so that for me has meant setting aside um, my own plans in exchange for better. There's a lot of good things that are going, but not all good things are God things and differentiating between those things. So some of the plans that I may have had originally have kind of morphed into our plans and what God's doing. 
Um, like I had started a, this is a little personal. I've actually never really spoke about this publicly, but I had started a book proposal in May around the same time that Brittany had reached out to me to be a guest writer. Mm-hmm. And God literally stopped me in my tracks. Like I went to this writer's conference and I was like, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. And I started to write this book proposal and literally it was like a roadblock. Like I started guest writing for her true worth and the book proposal went splat. Like it just stopped. Like I had no drive. I had no vision for it. It was just completely stopped. And at that same time I had started guest writing and doing some work for a nonprofit and it's based in Fiji and it's a nonprofit called Fiji Kindy Project and it's a mission based. And so it's Christ centered education. And during that time period, I was like, Oh, well maybe the book's just on hold. Mm -hmm. In that point in time, I'd had this dream and God was showing me a mission field and it looked like a mission field to me. It was just a field. And he was like, this isn't just for you. Mm. And at first I thought like, okay, like maybe something to do with the nonprofit. But he said, who are you taking with you? And I was thinking, are we going on a mission trip to Fiji or what? Like I was trying to figure out what this meant. Yeah. And he was talking about the book and that that the book wasn't just for me. Wow. And so at that point in time, I had talked to Brittany about it. And it was very clear that like that the voice that was to be amplified wasn't just my own in this book and that whatever pen whatever book that I was to pen was to not just be my own. It's morphed into something new with her true worth and with Brittany and what God's doing. Um, I don't even know yet at this point, but it's just laying aside my plans for his. Yeah. That, no, that was so great. I love that. And I just love how you touched on the, it's ultimately not sometimes about these these really, you know, specific concrete dreams, like writing a book, sometimes it's actually about the process. (laughs) And God actually wants to do a whole lot, you know, using, using even sometimes dreams as a launching pad into another better dream that he has. Yeah, like I know, in my own life, I've seen just so many times where I feel like God put a desire on my heart. That wasn't even supposed to be like the end goal, but was you know, the next step or that desire led me to pursue and research something else that led me into a different place. And I think there's so much beauty in being flexible Mm -hmm. and holding, um, holding our dreams open to him from a place of just surrender Mm -hmm. and being willing to be like, Hey, I have, I trust you that you put desires in my heart for a reason and you're going to do what you want to do. And I'm here for it. Yeah. Just like what you're saying, the whole here for it. Like, Okay, God, whatever you want to do, here we go. Like, I'm in. Yeah. You got my yes. Yes, 100%. And it's so funny because, like, I still, that dream is still in my heart to write a book. Yeah. But I don't know what that's going to look like. All I know is that he told me to not move until he speaks. And so that's what I'm doing. And however that comes into fruition, like, I'm just trusting that he's going to give me my marching orders, you know, and that that comes from him. Like I know the destination, but I don't know the direction of how to get there. And so I'm just trusting him to lead us through that. Um, I think a lot of times he's, God is faithful to be found when we seek him. Mm-hmm. Um, even when it comes to our dreams and dreaming with other people, I think a lot of times, and this is, might just be me, but I'm kind of like self-seeking and selfish at times. <laughs> Not just I don't you. know if anyone else feels with that, but 
that's kind of something I struggle with. And it's been really something that God has fleshed out of me is like, seek my kingdom first, and then all these things will be added to you. It's not seek followers first. It's not seek platform first. Like, it's not seek the things that the world looks for first. It's seek my kingdom first. And when you do that, I feel like it's been so blessed. Like, I stopped writing the proposal and look what God's done in that time frame. It's incredible. And I can't attribute it to anything I've done because it's all his hand. And I think that's even more cool Yeah, is that I didn't earn my place where I'm at. I was plucked out of obscurity and God placed me in this position. And I want to share that with other people. And I get to do that with Brittany. And it's just, I could cry when I talk about it because it's just so amazing. I love that. It's like the pressure's off, you know, we don't, we don't have to hustle our way into the things that God is laying out for us. Like he, like, yes, show up and do the work and like put your hand to what you do with faithfulness and excellence. But ultimately it's a God thing and he can do more with our rest than we can do with all of our hustling and striving. Absolutely. I think submission is such a sweet spot to be in. It's mm-hmm. it's not my natural inclination to submit myself in obedience to God. I'm just, I'm not that way. I usually like to plan my own way. Um, but man, the fruit that you see when you stop and you just ask and you seek and you pause and you reflect and you submit yourself to God's will for your life. Um, And that might sound woo-woo because I know a lot of people maybe have never even stopped to talk to God or don't even know what that looks like. And I'm just telling you right now, like if you have never done that, like please pause what you're listening to. Talk to your father. (laughs) Like he he wants to hear from you. And I'm telling you right now, when you seek him, he is faithful to be found and he cares about you. Yeah. He, he wants to be in relationship and he wants it to be two ways and like he's excited to connect. Okay, we are going to be jumping into the rapid fire section. I've been having so much fun talking to you and just hearing your heart. I just, we could go on for hours, um, but we're trying to keep these podcast episodes short and sweet and we're kind of asking the same guests a few different questions just that are fun and a good way to just get to know you a little bit more. Are you ready? Yes. Awesome. So as a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? This is ridiculous. But growing up, whenever anyone would ask me, I would tell them that I was going to be a paleontologist. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to be a paleontologist. I wanted to study like bones and artifacts. And I wanted to go like Indiana Jonesing and dig into the, you know, fossils and things like that. I just, I loved that. That's what I wanted to be when I was a kid. That is so fun. So how is your life today different than what you dreamed it would be in college? When I went to school, I became a hairstylist. So I was a cosmetologist for over a decade before I started writing. And it's amazing to me that life is so different from what I pictured it and it's so much more full and beautiful um 
hair and makeup was always something that I had a skill set in and it was something that I enjoyed and it always came easily to me. And writing is something that I don't necessarily have the um, skill set per se to do. I went to college and I did a lot of composition classes and things like that, but I never would have dreamed that that would have turned into me writing for a living. It's kind of wild. I can't even. Yeah, that's crazy. So if you could give that like 20-year-old self any advice, what would it be? Man, that's a hard question. If I was to sit down with my 20-year-old self, I would tell her that you have much more built inside of you from the moment you were born than what you even realize. That the plan and the purpose for your life um, isn't based on what you can do or who you know. It's based on whose you are, and that's Jesus. I didn't grow up a Christian, and so I think the most important thing I would tell her at 20 is that God is real um, and that he's going to use you and it's not going to make sense and it's going to be hard at times um, and you're going to have to trust him, but he's able to use you no matter how disqualified you feel or how incapable you feel um, and that you were chosen for a plan and a purpose and it's going to be awesome. (laughs) That is so good. So what is a fun, random dream that you have for the future? I want to go to Disney World. Yes. I want to take my three tiny humans and my husband, and I want to take all of us to Disney World. And I think that would just be the best thing ever. I like want to have kids just to like watch Disney movies with them and take them to Disney World. (laughs) Okay. There's other reasons than that, but that sounds pretty great. I mean, that's basically my life. We have Disney Plus, and I enjoy playing with, like, Woody and Buzz with my little boy. And I think I have just as much enjoyment with Disney and toys and cartoons and things like that as they do. It's like getting to relive your childhood, and but you get to do it through the lens of your own children, and it's just so much fun. Caleb and I were just talking this morning about how someday when we have kids, his Instagram account will be totally taken over by them. Like both of ours will, but his, his Instagram account will become mostly like watching Lion King and reenacting the Lion King and like (laughs) all things like Lion King and Star Wars um, and Jesus, all the fun. All all of the... All of the things, all of the toys, all of, I mean, not all of the toys, because I'm kind of minimalistic when it comes to that, Mm -hmm. but keep your sanity in the toy room. But with that being said, yeah, it's, it's, they kind of take over your world in such a good way, like in the best way possible. Yeah, that is so good. So our last question for you, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Spear and Arrows um, on Instagram. It's S-P-E-E-R and arrows. You can also find me and Brittany over at Her True Worth on Instagram. And we hopefully will be launching our website very soon, probably um, around the same time that you'll be launching this podcast interview. We also are going to be launching a Facebook private community. Um, So y'all just be watching our stories over at Her True Worth. And we want you to come because your presence matters at Her True Worth and here. And we want to know you and we want to get to know you and connect each other 
and get to know each other better. It's just a really cool way to steward what God has given us. I love that. Thank you so much for just everything that you pour into your community and to people around you um, into this podcast and our listener. Um, We're just so thankful for you. And it's been so awesome having you on the show today. Thank you so much. It's such a privilege. Hey friend, if you enjoyed today's episode, why don't you just screenshot it, post it to your IG stories, uh, tag at wild abide And we would love to repost you and are just so thankful whenever you share it with your friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you wouldn't mind reading and reviewing, it helps us so much get more people on this journey with us. I am so thankful that you are here. And until next time, keep shaking off that shame, stirring up hope, and going after those big God dreams.